0: And our prayer and
1: desire for hour is that that supremacy of yours, that preeminency of yours would be evident to each one of us and would be, Lord, accepted fully in our hearts. So, Lord, as we meditate on your word together, we pray, would you open your word to us? Would you reveal your own words to each one of us? We pray that the Holy Spirit would be in charge of this time in such way that we may have this clear vision of our Lord Jesus and Him alone. We pray, Lord, for enabling in the Holy Spirit for speaking, translation and hearing of the word. And our prayer indeed just as we send, Lord, is be thou supreme, O Jesus Christ. We pray these things in Jesus' precious
0: name.
1: Amen. So would you turn with me to Colossians?
0: Let's go to the
1: Colossians chapter 1.
0: Colossians chapter 1.
1: Now let's read two verses, verses 18
0: and 19.
1: <clears throat> Colossians chapter 1, verse 18. And he, that's the Lord Jesus, and he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he may have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him all fullness should dwell.
0: and then in, and then in chapter 3 I want going to read two verses, verse eleven and
1: fifteen. For context, I'll read on verse, starting on
0: verse 10. And
1: have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him, where there, there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcised nor uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave nor free, but Christ is all and in all.
0: And then the verse fifteen of the same chapter. <coughs>
1: and let the peace of God ruin your hearts, to which also you were called. In one
0: body and be thankful.
1: And if we can go back one book, we're going to read from the Epistle to the Philippians on chapter
0: 2. Philippians
1: chapter 2, starting on verse 5. Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of man. Verse 8, And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death on a cross. Therefore God also has highly exalted him, and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven, and of those on earth, and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the
0: Father. A couple more scriptures
1: you turn to the Gospel of Luke. i going to read one verse in chapter 6.
0: We'll chapter.
1: Gospel of Luke, chapter 6.
0: The chapter. And
1: verse 46.
0: The 46.
1: These are words, of course, of our Lord Jesus. But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do the things which I say?
0: And if, Matthew, and
1: if we could read the parallel passage in the Gospel of Matthew, that is Matthew chapter 7.
0: Matthew
1: chapter 7, verses,
0: starting from verse 21.
1: Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me at that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness."
0: 凡生乎我主啊主啊的人,不能都進天國,唯獨遵行我天父旨意的人才能進去。當那日必有許多人對我說:主啊,主啊,我們不是奉你的名行傳道,奉你的名行趕鬼,奉你的名行許多異能嗎?我就明明的告訴他們說:我從來不認識你們,你們這些作惡的人,離開我去吧。And
1: finally we want to read some verses from the book of Psalms. And that is Psalm 132.
0: <clears throat> Psalm
1: 132, we're starting on verse
0: 1.
1: <inaudible> Lord, remember David and all his afflictions, how he swore to the Lord and vowed to the Mighty One of Jacob. Surely I will not go into the chamber of my house or go up to the comfort of my bed, I will not give sleep to my eyes, or slumber to my eyelids, until I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling place for the Mighty One of Jacob.
0: Yahweh,求你纪念大卫所受的一切苦难，他怎样向耶和华起誓，向雅各的大能者许愿，说我闭不进我的帐幕，也不上我的床榻，我不容我的眼睛睡觉，也不容我的眼目打盹。
1: and then verses 13 and 14 in the same song. For the Lord has chosen Zion. He has desired it for his dwelling place. This is my resting place forever. Here I will dwell, for I have desired it.
0: As
1: probably most of you know, we have been considering this year this matter of the preeminence of the Lord Jesus.
0: And
1: more specifically, we are considering. Or the the base verse, if we may say so, this comes from Colossians chapter one,
0: verse eighteen.
1: And in that verse we read that it pleased the Father to give his son the
0: preeminence.
1: It was the good pleasure of God that the Lord Jesus would be the one. That sums up everything in this universe. Or to under put it slightly different, to see the picture, it pleased the Father that the Lord Jesus would be the center of everything in this
0: universe.
1: That he, the Lord Jesus, would be the one that gives meaning to everything in this universe.
0: universe universe.
1: Or that he would be the one that has the first place in everything in this universe.
0: universe, universe.
1: That's the simple meaning at face value of what we read in Colossians chapter 1. It's something that first of all has to do with the will of God. That is the good pleasure of our father, that his son would be the center of everything in this
0: universe.
1: Now, of course, this is a such a big theme, very cosmic, universal, that the Lord Jesus sums up everything, that He has a preeminence in everything. I suspect that it's something way more wonderful than most of us probably realize. And yet, as big, and as cosmic, and as universal as as this subject is, it is something that has to do with you and with me. Somehow, this is, is the essential part of our calling, that we may express in a living way, in a very practical way, the preeminence of the Lord Jesus. So even as we begin and we just say these things by means of introduction, I hope we can keep in mind that there is as wonderful and as large, as cosmic as this matter is, the preeminence of Christ, It has something to do with you and me in a very practical way.
0: Actually,
1: when we read the Bible as a
0: whole, it's
1: very, very clear that this matter is the the big subject in the whole
0: Bible.
1: You know, the Bible has many subjects, many themes or many lines that are developing, so to
0: speak.
1: And yet, the centrality, the supremacy of the Lord Jesus Christ is that central thread that connects everything in Scripture, Old and New
0: Testament.
1: I personally find it very wonderful and humbling that something so so big that is at the very center of God's heart, so to speak, would be something that He calls me and you to express to take a part of
0: it.我个人来讲就觉得非常的呃，一切这么样的呃，这么样的奇妙。但是呢，我又谦卑。这么大的题目，这神这么大的、这么重要的这个计划，但是却跟您和我，我们却可以在我们身上能够见证出来。And
1: being such a large, vast subject is not surprising that we will find in scripture. Many different pictures, or many different presentations of the same truth from different angles. And this morning, by the grace of the Lord, we would like to consider some of those angles that Scripture presents this matter of the preeminence of Christ. And one such picture is found in Philippians chapter
0: 2. I'm
1: sure it's a very familiar passage for many of us. Uh, But did you realize how at the very core of that so familiar passage, you can sum it up? with the preeminence of
0: Christ.
1: Think about it for a second. Here you have the eternal, divine, Son of God. For all eternity, eternity past, That is. He is with the Father. And then Paul by the Holy Spirit tells us that this eternal divine Son of God, He emptied Himself. He becomes a man. He becomes a servant. And His obedience, is obedience that goes to the extent of death on the cross.
0: 他是这样的顺服,
1: <coughs> and then we have one of the greatest therefore in Scripture. One of the greatest therefores in the Bible. There, the, therefore, the, you know, therefore God has highly exalted him. Uh So, is the conjunction, I guess.
0: So, is the conjunction, I guess.
1: Yes, our Lord Jesus, he emptied himself. This divine person, nothing less than that. He set all that aside. And then we reach Philippians 2.9, which says, Therefore, God also has highly exalted. How are we to understand that God has highly exalted the Lord Jesus?
0: 所以我们,
1: he has given him the preeminence.
0: 因为他将这个, 呃, God
1: placed his Son far above all, above any other thing. A picture of his preeminence, of him having the first place.
0: <coughs>
1: but it's very interesting. What is the result of that exaltation according to this passage?
0: For what is the final
1: goal, the final aim of the Lord Jesus being exalted and placed in the highest position in the
0: universe.
1: It's very simple. And we know that so well. Many of us. When we come to verse 10 and 11, it says that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord
0: to the glory of God the Father.
1: That exaltation of the Lord Jesus is simply a demonstration that He is Lord to the glory of God the Father. He and here we have a picture or an angle of this same subject that I would like to explore a little bit.
0: <coughs>
1: you know, I went to the dictionary uh, and uh, I learned something about the word Lord in Greek that I had no idea it was there. The root of that word, Lord, in Greek, simply implies the idea of supremacy. Or actually, it, it is the same kind of word, because the idea, I think, is clear to everyone. When we think in Lord or Lordship, we think in sovereignty or dominion, ascendancy, someone that is in control, someone that owns something. Every all of those ideas are expressed by that word lord or lordship. But more than those ideas that the word conveys to when we hear it, the very meaning in Greek of Lord is related to
0: supremacy. It
1: was the good. Pleasure of the father to give his son the preeminence. What does that mean? That he is Lord over all. He is the sovereign over all, he has the supremacy over everything. Actually, the word Lord immediately implies, I guess, to all of us, that it brings to, the, to our minds the picture of a relationship. When we think of Lord, we think immediately that on the other end of this relationship, you're going to find a servant.
0: Or a slave.
1: Now let's make this very practical. If you were to ask a servant or a slave of a Lord, uh, can you tell me what is the preeminent factor in your life? Or what has supremacy in your life? What is the most important thing for you? Of course, the answer of that person that is owned by the Lord is going to be only one. He's going to say, Well, my Lord has supremacy in my life. Or my Lord has the preeminence in my life. I think it's very simple and obvious to a certain degree, brothers and sisters. This is our calling. This, even before that day, when every knee shall bow and every tongue will confess that He Lord every, on heavens, on earth, under the earth, the day will come that, that that will
0: happen.
1: But before that day arrives, our wonderful calling and privilege is that today we can confess and live in the reality that He is Lord, even over me, over us.
0: 但是就在那将来那一天来临之前,就在今天,在我们身上,我们就可以见证,主耶稣是我们的主,他在我们身上,他掌主权。Now,
1: of course, this matter can become very quickly something theoretical. I think you know. I know it very well in my life.
0: 大家也都知道,其实当我们讲到这个题目的时候,很容易我们就会变成一个讲到,变成一个理论,就在我身上,我也感觉如此。
1: But this is not a matter of an empty profession in our calling that Jesus is Lord. Of course, it's so unfortunate that there are so many believers, Christians, that for them, this matter is very little more than a profession, something that they say with their mouths.
0: 但很可惜的, 在很多基督徒身上, 当他们说主, 主啊, 主啊的时候, 用, 用这样子,
1: but far from being that, this is a very, we, we may think, well, this is very theoretical, right? We can say Jesus Christ is Lord. I feel there is something extremely practical in this whole matter. For
0: 但我, us.
1: There is actually something that we may call the test of the preeminence of the Lord. There is something very concrete that will prove. Or disprove if he indeed has the preeminence in my life, in your life. Did you notice the words of our Lord Jesus in Luke chapter 6? I'm asking am did you notice the words of our Lord Jesus that we read in Luke chapter
0: 6?
1: A very concrete and practical test to His supremacy, to His preeminence, to His Lord
0: Jesus.
1: Our Lord Jesus says, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I say? Brothers and sisters, it's as simple as that. Our obedience to His word, our obedience to His expressed will is what will prove or disprove if He indeed has the preeminence in our
0: lives. So,
1: there is something that to me to is very uh, eye when we read the parallel passage, the is passage, chapter is
0: Matthew chapter 7,
1: so if you would turn again to Matthew chapter 7.
0: So we'll
1: Here the Lord says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven.
0: So he says, 唯独遵行我天父旨意的人才能进去。The
1: test of his preeminence of his lordship in our lives is simply that: Are we engaged actively pursuing the will of the Father in
0: heaven?所以要来证明，到底我们是不是以把基督耶稣当当作为主？最所谓的，就是在这里看，是不是我们能够遵行，我们在这里切切的追求。
1: now what I personally find extremely eye-opening and a tremendous warning to me and I feel to all of us is that when you read here in Matthew, the people to whom he's saying, not everyone that calls me Lord, Lord will enter, are people that are doing amazing things.
0: So my or Because
1: Did you pay attention to what they are doing? And that's verse 22 when they say, Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name? Cast out demons in your name and done many wonders in your name?
0: Oh,
1: Is there anything wrong with any of those
0: things?
1: As far as I am concerned, they are all very good deeds, very scriptural activities. Let's be frank. So, do we see that this matter of doing the will of the Father is more than just being engaged with things that may be legitimate, may be good, may be scriptural, but there is something more that is being expected, so to speak? We can think about this in the following
0: terms.
1: All of these things that these people are doing, doing, prophesying, casting out demons, doing miracles in the name of the Lord, all of them are Wills in the plural or part of the will of God but obviously they are not the will, the center of the will of God there is no other way for us to understand what the Lord is saying unless we conclude exactly that.
0: 所以,
1: so brothers and sisters, I feel we have before us something very practical and concrete when it comes to the task. Is the Lord really preeminent in our lives?. I feel that the implication of these passages is this. If, if his preeminence is going to be real in our lives, more than just a slogan, more than just an empty profession, we have to know what is the will of the Lord and actively pursue the will of the Lord.
0: Of course
1: the question then becomes how can we know what is that central, so to speak, central will of there is a type in the Old Testament that I feel helps us to see what is in the heart of the Lord.
0: It's
1: actually something that to me is crystal clear actually when we look at the Bible as a
0: whole.
1: This type allows us to know what is the Lord really
0: after? What is that
1: central will in his heart? It's actually a type in the Old Testament that becomes a reality in the New Testament. And as a matter of fact, Our Bibles, they end with that type now being, becoming, uh, expressed in this universe in a very concrete way.
0: I'm talking about
1: the city of Jerusalem. But I'm not talking about the literal city of Jerusalem that you will find if you fly to Israel right now. There is a literal city. No, I'm, fine. I'm talking about the type that we find in the Bible about Jerusalem. How does our Bible end? When you arrive to Revelation chapter 21 and 22, the last scene in the Bible,
0: what
1: What do we see? The new Jerusalem coming down from heaven unto the new earth. And in that scene, when you read it, it's so clear that God has arrived where He is after. His purpose was fulfilled.
0: His central
1: will done. I don't know, many of you probably will remember that uh, our brother Lance Lambert, which recently he went to be with the Lord. The last time he visited us, here as a congregation, which is I don't know, two years ago, probably. Uh, maybe someone can help me.
0: Uh,
1: probably many of you were here when he shared with us. I don't know if you remember what he
0: shared.
1: He shared on Psalm
0: eighty-seven.
1: That little song that is about Jerusalem.
0: And
1: as we are not going to consider this song today. But I just want to remind you something that was very arresting to me, the way he put it. He said something to the fact that. Jerusalem is a picture of God's purpose through the ages in the
0: Bible.
1: If we want to understand what is the Lord after? What is that central will in his heart? Somehow in the Old Testament as a type, as a picture, Jerusalem reveals that will in a clear way. And then when we get to the New Testament, the same principles and truths, they become a spiritual reality. Of course, we cannot do Jerusalem in you know, a whole year. I cannot. What I mean, we cannot exhaust what Scripture has to say about that which is in the heart of God. But I feel We, can take a glimpse at some Scriptures and have an idea of what is that Central thing that is so deep in the heart of God and that He has engaged and involved us in.
0: We read Psalm 132.
1: And there we find something that is very, very telling about why this matter is so important to the Lord.
0: I don't,
1: but I don't know if you paid attention, but verse 13 says something that should be eye-opening to us. For the Lord has chosen Zion. And by the way, Zion is oftentimes just used in an interchangeable way with
0: Jerusalem.
1: For the Lord has chosen
0: Zion.
1: He has desired it for his dwelling place. Do you see here the will of God being expressed in the most clear possible way?
0: 可以看到神,他的质疑在这里是这样最用最清楚的方式能够显出来吗?他的意愿,他的质疑。Jerusalem,
1: 他的, somehow, the type of Jerusalem, has to do with a choice that God has made, a desire that He had, or if you put it in New Testament language, it has to do with His will.
0: 那么到了新约，也就是他，我们用新约的话，就是他的旨意。As
1: I said, there is no way for you to, for me, to kind of exhaust. What, why does the Lord, what does Jerusalem has that somehow makes the Lord desired in such a specific
0: way?那在你我来讲，我们好像没有办法完全的明明白为什么耶路撒冷在神的心中这么的重，占这么大的呃地位呢？ I
1: don't want to exhaust, I cannot do that, but I want to say two things about Jerusalem.
0: I but two things.
1: That somehow to me correspond directly to the theme verse that we are considering Colossians chapter 1 verse
0: 18. Chapter, the verse
1: there is a title in scripture from another song, psalm, that psalm is a title that describes Jerusalem at large. Jerusalem in Psalm 48 is called the city of the great king. And there we have to put our fingers and start to understand why has God desired and chosen. Why his will has something to do with the city? Because Jerusalem is supposed to be the king, the, the city of the great king. Of course, is a reference to the Lord Jesus. In the Old Testament. Of course, the Lord Jesus had not come yet, but you had a type about it. And David is somehow a type in the Old Testament. He prefigures, typifies, or illustrates what the Lord, the, the real king that one day would come. So, Jerusalem, after David took it for the Lord, after he made it the capital of Israel, it becomes the city of the great king. In other words, everybody was supposed to look at Jerusalem and know, the rule of God is in this city. This city stands for a great king that is above
0: it.
1: The second aspect that is directly related to the first one is the following. When you read in Psalm 122, there is another description about Jerusalem. And probably this one we should read for clarity. Psalm one
0: twenty two and a Verse three and four.
1: Jerusalem is built as a city that is compact together where the tribes go up, the tribes of the Lord, to the testimony of Israel, to give thanks to the name of the Lord.
0: On the
1: one hand, Jerusalem is the city of the great king. But on the other hand, Jerusalem is the testimony of Israel. Israel. We know that Israel is composed by twelve tribes, right? And they're pretty different, one from another. You know, if you go to the north in the Galilee, you have fishermen there, right? Around the lake of
0: Galilee.
1: Or some tribes are, uh, they border the Mediterranean Sea. So again, you have fishermen
0: there.
1: When you you move to the south, it's so different. People are kind of more engaged in agricultural and uh, taking care of cattle kind of activities. There are many natural distinctions among the twelve
0: tribes.
1: But the wonderful thing is that in Jerusalem when the temple was established all the tribes, come together to that one place that the Lord has chosen. See, back there in the Old Testament, you were not at liberty to sacrifice, to offer to the Lord in any place of your choice.
0: Say, to to you 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 like that.
1: I'm sure the people up there in the north they would say, wow, it would be so nice if we could just set up an altar here in you know in that by the Sea of Galilee around those tribes and just sacrifice to the Lord here you know why all the trouble to go all the way down to Jerusalem
0: 可能他们会想说，我们为什么要花这么大的麻烦，要要走到耶路撒冷去那边献祭？为什么不就在我们加利利海旁边？我们就有个祭坛，我们就在这里呃献祭，不就方便了吗？And yet,
1: when you read the Old Testament, in several places the Lord is very specific about
0: that.但是我们读旧约的时候，在在许多的地方，我们都看到神他是非常的清楚的这样定规的。There
1: is one place. That you should go up and offer sacrifice to me. one place, and that is Jerusalem. Therefore, Jerusalem is called the place of the testimony of Israel. What testimony is that? Jerusalem speaks of the testimony of Jerusalem is called the unity of that testimony of Israel. testimony is of in
0: Jerusalem. When they, in Jerusalem they testify,
1: when they come together in Jerusalem, they can testify, we have just one Lord. Yes, we are many, we are twelve tribes, we are very different from one another, but when we come here, we are united under the thing that really matters which is
0: the Lord
1: as I told you I think those are the two main things that I just want to impress upon you regarding Jerusalem
0: so
1: one, the city of the great king. There you know who is preeminent. Who has the supremacy? The king, the Lord.
0: So, that長主權, that, uh, the world, king.
1: But on the other hand, you have the testimony of the unity of the nation in that capital, in Jerusalem.
0: That's the that's
1: That is the place that the Lord has chosen. That is the will of the Lord. Now, did you realize, in verse, that that if you go back to Colossians, chapter
0: 1, 第一章, and
1: if we read the two verses, actually, that we read, 我们,
0: 18 and 19,
1: first we read at the beginning, verse 18, and he, the Lord Jesus, is the head of the body. And later you see that that in all things he may have the preeminence.
0: 接下来说,
1: on the one hand, the preeminence of Christ.
0: But on the other
1: hand, you have the vessel through which that preeminence can be expressed. He is the head of the body.
0: 当然, 在他的身体上,就可以有一些清明来尚显他在办事上去所为的。Not
1: only the, the city of the great king, the Lord Jesus as king, as preeminent, but at the same time you have a testimony of that unity of his
0: people.所以不知在这个耶路沙人的大军王,这个主他在办事上去所为的。一方面,一方面,却有看到一个见证,这些人的
1: I feel when we come to chapter 3, verse 15, we have the same idea, put in even more direct language. let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body.
0: 你们也为此蒙道归为一体一体就是一个身体。Somehow,
1: this is what is behind this epistle. The Lord Jesus having the preeminence, but that expressed through one body, through the
0: church.所以,的确,我们在各个学生看到这个主题,一方面我们看到主耶稣,他在凡事上居所为,但是,另一方面,你就看到这个身体,他就要来彰显,他就要来彰显那个合意。
1: Brothers and sisters, this is what the Lord is after. This was the good pleasure of the Father. First, that his Son would have the preeminence, but that through the Church. If by the grace of the Lord we get to see that that is the will, not just one of His wills, but that central will in His heart, what should be our response? I find Psalm 132 again, such an amazing record of how David responded to what is that central will in the heart of God. We read, a, we just read now verse 13 and 14 when the Lord says, this is the place that I have chosen. I have desired it. When he so clearly puts that. So but the psalm begins with a slightly different emphasis. Psalm,
0: slightly different emphasis. psalm 132
1: describes how David, first of all, he understood that that was the will of God, the desire in the heart of the Lord. And he not only understood that, but he, by the grace of God, he responded to that. Did you notice the way that David responded? Maybe we should read the beginning of the psalm again.
0: One Psalm one thirty
1: two verse
0: one again. One hundred thirty two,
1: Lord, remember David and all his afflictions. How he swore to the Lord and vowed to the mighty one of Jacob. Surely I will not go into the chamber of my house, or go up to the comfort of my bed. I will not get sleep through my eyes or slumber to my eyelids until I find a place for the Lord, a dwelling place for the
0: mighty one of Jacob。耶华求你纪念大卫所受的一切苦难。
1: This is how David responded to that will that God had.
0: God said,
1: I have chosen
0: Zion.
1: And David says, I'm swearing to the Lord. I'm going to pursue that.
0: 所以大卫在这里启示说，我要在这里追求，要达到，愿意神的旨意能够成就。God said,
1: I have desired
0: this。所以说我乐意要拣选平安。David
1: said, I'm not going to give rest to my eyes, sleep to my eyelids, until I find what the Lord is
0: after。所以大卫的回应就是说，我不容我的眼目打盹，我也不愿意上床榻睡觉，只等我寻求、寻得耶和华的所在。
1: Brothers and sisters, this is the preeminence of Christ. This is the Lord being Lord indeed. For David, it was not just a matter of profession. As for most Israel, probably for many centuries, it was a matter of course, the Lord is over us, but who was pursuing actively with all their hearts what the Lord was after? Actually, when you come to think about David's response to the will of God,
0: this
1: is the only legitimate or Ration. It is the only response that makes sense if I can put it in such a crude language. Think about it for a second. He is our maker. He is our redeemer.
0: We owe everything
1: and we owe everything to
0: him.
1: How else can we respond to the will of his heart? Can we respond with a half-hearted in a half-hearted way? Thank the Lord when you look at David's kingdom, everything centered around Jerusalem.
0: When,
1: when he became king over all Israel, what's the very first measure that he takes?
0: when he conquers Jerusalem.
1: He makes Jerusalem the national, that he takes? the very that he takes? that he of the national unity of the that nation. the
0: there the, the the the
1: there the rule of the Lord can be expressed, and the unity of the nation can also be
0: expressed. And after
1: that, he brings the ark into
0: Jerusalem. That's
1: And later he receives the blueprint about the temple that is to be built in
0: Jerusalem.
1: And throughout his life he makes abundant provisions and preparations for the building of the temple. It's no wonder to me that the Bible calls David a man after God's heart. Or when later you read the book of Kings or Chronicles,
0: I don't know if you ever noticed this,
1: but David is that measuring rod that every single king is compared to.
0: The story of
1: every king of Judah, somehow it's compared to, well, he did not do well as his father David. He did not put his whole heart in the
0: Lord. Or sometimes,
1: unfortunately, less often, yes. He followed the Lord with his whole heart as his father
0: David.
1: David becomes that measuring rod that the Lord is going to use to measure every other king. Why? Here is someone that knows what is the will of his lord. But not only knows the will of his
0: lord. he, he actively
1: pursues the will of the Lord.
0: You could,
1: you could say that David not only said, "Lord, Lord." But he put his whole heart into doing Will
0: of His Lord.
1: He put David's life in New Testament language.
0: put
1: feel very strongly we could say that David stood for the testimony of the unity of the body of Christ. His almost relentless pursuit after what the Lord wants. He
0: is almost relentless pursuit after what the Lord wants.
1: It's just like gives us a glimpse the Lord wants. to whatever everything that the Lord wants. at whatever cost the preeminence of Christ The Lordship of Christ in practice being expressed
0: and, and wonderfully,
1: it's not just the, pre, the... I'm talking about David, it's not just the Lord being acknowledged as Lord in itself but that being expressed in terms of the unity of the people coming together in that capital. Brothers and sisters, I I just want to say one more thing
0: as we conclude.
1: Actually, we have been recently Listening from our brother Christian, wonderful encouragement on how we should be using English as a first language. (laughs) And I find that, I can only say amen, and find it a most wonderful encouragement that we are hearing from our brother. Now, I, I can only say, you know, of course, well, it's not my first language either. Maybe I can butcher it here and there, but, you know, okay, I, I can get by with it. Let's put it that way. But I can only imagine that perhaps for many in our midst, it's one of those exhortations that we completely agree in our hearts. We feel it's the most wonderful exhortation and advice. And yet, I feel that we may be tempted to think, but you know, at the end of the day, it's yes, it's so wonderful, but it's so hard, so difficult. It's too much trouble to go there. Why should we even bother? Especially, we are obviously, there is such a majority of saints from a Chinese background. Do we need to bother with
0: that?
1: Well, I would like just to say something from a slightly different angle. Not from the angle of the practical, wonderful exhortation to try to use that language. English. But from the angle of what is the will of our Lord of course we know that there is a very practical aspect, when we consider that, is where we are. Here we are in in a city of the United States of America. And of course, there are many saints that are not from the same background as the majority of us. So the question is, if we desire to stand for what the Lord is after, for a testimony of the unity of the body of Christ, shouldn't we be using, as our brother so wonderfully put it, the language of the market?
0: Now, we are to to We
1: With all the difficulty, I'm going to be the first one to sympathize on that. With all the trouble that that may mean, when we think on what is in the heart of our Lord, and the fact that we are here, for better or worse, in the United States of America, Shouldn't because of that we consider very seriously before the Lord if, isn't it time for us to use to put our hearts in using a language that somehow can enable that testimony to be I have to be terribly kind of blunt with you, and a, I hope that no one gets offense from this. But I want to point something that sometimes we may not be aware of, and that's the only reason I bring
0: it.
1: If a certain language or a certain culture has, in some way, is the main thing of a certain gathering, in a sense, this raises the bar very high for any other child of God that is not from that culture to join. In a sense, there is something very, very practical and very central to what is the desire in the heart of the Lord. I guess I'm just trying to join on the wonderful encouragement that we have been receiving from perhaps a different angle. Shouldn't because of that testimony of unity of the body of Christ, which is so central in the heart of the Lord, Shouldn't we consider this the same way that David considered with all our hearts?
0: Now,
1: brothers and sisters, I know that I'm putting myself in hot water, so to speak.
0: Uh Uh, and and opening
1: the door for all sort of misunderstandings. What am I
0: saying?
1: That if you do not speak English, you should not pray in Chinese? Not for a second, my dear brothers and sisters. If, If that is the only language that you can realistically use, Oh, that! what a loss would it be if you stopped using it because of any kind of principle or whatever it is. That's not what I am saying. Or I am saying that there's something wrong in the culture. As far as I'm concerned, if anything, I see so many virtues in that culture. But brothers and sisters, to, to be very blunt and
0: honest
1: is not what the Lord Jesus is after. Not my culture or your culture, his
0: culture.
1: Colossians tells us that we were called in one body. There is a testimony of that, of a unity that has to be expressed. And I feel that Colossians 3 verse 11, which we read at the beginning, spells out in a very, very clear way how can that expression be ever be real in our name.
0: 读过了,我们说,这么样, In
1: Christ, there is no Jew, no
0: Greek.
1: See the cultures, our natural differences, our backgrounds, they receive completely to the background. In Christ, He is
0: all evil.
1: So, my dear brothers and sisters, I hope no one here is hearing from me that if you cannot use language, if you cannot use English as the first language, don't pray, please. I I hope you don't hear that.
0: It's It's
1: really not what I am
0: saying.
1: But what I am saying is this. Isn't it time for us To seek with all our hearts, to go after what the Lord is after. We may think that some, maybe, well, I already speak English, so you know, this is not for me. Actually, brothers and sisters, I feel that language is, in a sense, is a small
0: issue.
1: The real issue to me is our hearts. Are we going to respond to what the Lord is after, the way David
0: responded?
1: Are we going to seek that the Lord has preeminence in our, in our midst in a very concrete way. Are we going to seek that in our midst there is a testimony of the unity of that body into which we were all called? We all have a part of that. English speakers, Portuguese speakers, Chinese speakers, we all have a call. It's one body, not two or three. Isn't it time for us to earnestly and with all our hearts to inquire from the Lord, Lord, How can we express that testimony, that we are not a cultural place, that we are something that is for the whole body of Christ? Let me say just one more thing. Recently, in our English fellowship group that happens in the afternoons,
0: 所以最近在我们主日下午在英文组的交通里,Brother
1: Christian shared with us on the book of Nehemiah something that was very precious to
0: me.
1: Of course, we know that the book of
0: Nehemiah
1: is about the rebuilding of Jerusalem and the walls of Jerusalem. When that which was the testimony of Israel was in ruins, the people were called by the Lord Himself to rebuild it. And they that in very difficult circumstances and under tremendous opposition, they rebuilt the walls. We know that only two tribes returned to
0: rebuild
1: Judah and
0: Benjamin.
1: And yet, when you read the names of the gates, the 12 gates that were built around the wall. One of them has a very non intuitive name. One of the gates is named the Gate of Ephraim, which is one of the tribes that never
0: returned.
1: And our brother asked us a question
0: why, why that name? 说为什么这个城墙这个门要要取这个伊法莲门呢？And we all went.嗯，那我们都都一头雾水。And
1: oh. <laughs> our brother said something very wonderful to
0: me.那我们弟兄呃，交通了一点，非常的非常的美好。They
1: built that gate just in case they ever
0: return.弟兄说，他们取了这个伊法莲门，希望将来伊法莲支派能够回来。
1: Yeah, the tribes that are building are Judah and
0: Benjamin, that's it.
1: But in their hearts, they are open to all the people of
0: Israel.
1: If they ever return, we want to be ready that they may come in. And that's my question for you and for me. What if saints from other ethnic groups come into our midst? Do we have a gate of Ephraim that they may come in and express their testimony of unity? And I don't want to get into any practical things. That's not the point. Oh, we should do this, this or that. No. This is above all, brothers and sisters, a matter in our hearts.
0: hearts.
1: Do we have that heart that David had to pursue what the Lord is
0: after? If
1: we preach the gospel, to other ethnic groups, do we have a gate of Ephraim that they may come in and join and express the testimony of the unity of the body of Christ? So my brothers and sisters, I want to lead with you this matter of the preeminence of Christ from that very practical
0: angle. 所以弟兄姊妹，今天我就是用这个问题来来让大家思考。当当我们讲到基督在凡事上居首位的时候，在我们身上有什么样可以很非常实际的？May
1: the Lord Jesus indeed, that is the as is the good pleasure of the Father, find His preeminence and find it expressed in
0: us。所以的确，父所父喜悦叫基督在凡事上居首位，一方面讲了基督他的。and may that
1: be translated in our hearts being exercised after what He is
0: after. 能夠再願,
1: Why don't we have a couple of prayers, perhaps two or three as we close this time as the Lord moves?
0: 对, 结束之前, 弟兄, 弟兄姊妹, 我们两, 三位弟兄姊妹, 呃,